You're listening to Your Morning Commute, the only podcast providing executive straight talk about all things workplace culture. We're here daily, Monday through Friday, because culture is never built in a day, it's built every day. This is Shelley Smith, the culture curator and CEO of Premier Rapport, where we know that culture matters. If you want to connect with me, keep listening and join the conversation with other culture curators over at thepremierreport.com forward slash join now. Now let's get through today's traffic jam together. Today on The Morning Commute, let's talk about a couple things around uh, furlough and communication to your employees. So a couple of questions I've gotten recently that I wanted to tap into for everybody is one thing is how should the employer stay in touch with the employees during an extended furlough. And, you know, the bottom line here is these employees, when you put them on furlough versus a layoff, your intention of bringing them back, you definitely need to keep in touch with them and invite, you know, those employees to even, you know, on their own, if, if they want to, um, invite them to connect, you know, virtually still. So again, totally on a volunteer basis, but the, this, um, this is a way to continue to reach out to them and for them to still stay connected with people who are still working and fill a part of the team. Again, make sure that it's totally volunteer basis because if not, that's considered work. But that allows them and you to continue to support what your company culture is and making sure that they remain engaged during the furlough process. The other thing around that is even though, you know, this the pandemic has really been and I even hate to use the word unprecedented, unprecedented, I even stumbled using it um, because I've said it so many times. But even because the focus has been about the exchange of the health information itself between yourself as the employer and the employees, you also have to remember that there are still strict HIPAA guidelines. So make sure that you're leaning into those experts around you to ensure that you're not um, causing any sort of a conflict or doing anything on a conference call or with a group, for example. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is when the furlough is coming to an end, how should you lean back in and talk about the transition for not only the employees who have remained, but also the ones that are transitioning back themselves? So as a whole, make sure that leadership Every department, every division, every team, every location has a designated person who everybody is in agreement and how they're articulating what the objectives are, uh, including the communication cadence itself about how you're going to bring back, when you're going to bring back and what that transition is going to look like. You know, include things, for example, around those that you also serve, you know, whether you call them customers or clients Um, those critical departments that maybe you have been outreaching for the the variety of even campaigns and branding and marketing and announcements around your brand. Make sure you're bringing them in. Make sure you're talking through and sharing those high-level objectives, which each of the supervisors and the direct reports and everybody who's making the staffing decisions of when to bring back, how to bring back, staging to bring back, and kind of the reasons behind calling people back. So everybody is on the same page. And then if everybody's not called back at the same time, that you're also communicating to those who are possibly inside of another phase. The other thing is to make sure that you still have a sense of urgency around the safety and the wellness. Make sure you're defining what social distancing is 
and maybe some of the other protocols that are new that you brought in the company or ones that you've had that you're bringing back and reinstitutionalizing, making sure that you are practicing them and that everybody is being, being very consistent, ensuring that if there's training that's required around the new protocols, that you're making sure that you're documenting those as well as providing guidelines around how to do it, again, when to do it, who's involved in the frequency. And then when you talk about, again, the employees that are coming back and some of them raise their hand and say that they're not safe, then you need to be, again, very transparent, have communications, what will work, what will not work. Maybe that there is a delay in the comeback or there's a shift or there's a flex in it, or maybe they get moved into a different type of callback date. Um, even to the point if they decide that they're not comfortable and everyone else is back, that it goes back to maybe reapplying for a different position in a different way. So those are a couple things today. You know, the big thing I want you to do is anything that's around employee law litigation specifics around all of the new policies with COVID-19, please make sure that you are leaning into those experts. I definitely have resources that I lean into. Those laws are definitely not my expertise, um, but I know how to lean into individuals to find the information and or connect you. So I wanted to make sure that you're aware of that as well. That's it for today, you guys. So again, a couple of things to make sure that you are having conversations with employees that are on furlough and inviting them in, again, voluntary basis. And then as many of you are looking at staging coming back in, again, what does that look like also on the cleanliness side, as well as additional policies and procedures in order to to re-indoctrinate your team into the building and the facilities. That's it. Have a great day. Be safe out there. Thank you for riding along with me this morning on your morning commute. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and be sure to visit us at premierreport.com to get a peek at all the resources waiting for you when you become an official Culture Curator member.